This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Tribe Talk, presented by Progressive, making it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Brought to you by Subway, the official training restaurant of the Cleveland Indians. By the University of Akron. Visit areyououtthere.com. One welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland where we are still talking baseball and we are not even close to being in off-season mode yet and that is a great, great thing as the Indians are preparing for their sixth World Series appearance in franchise history after an entertaining and surprisingly quick to a lot of people five-game American League Championship Series victory over the Toronto Blue Jays just completed on Wednesday, late afternoon, early evening up in Toronto. Coming up on this week's show, we'll take a look back at the American League Championship Series, all the highlights, some of the interviews, and, of course, the post-game celebration for the Tribe up at the Rogers Center on Wednesday night. We will also have much, much more, including some information on what's going on this weekend for the Indians, how they're preparing for the World Series, a World Series which at the time of this taping, we still do not know the opponent yet, as the Cubs do have a three games to two advantage over the Dodgers with the series shifting back to Wrigley Field on Saturday night for Game 6 and an opportunity for the Cubs to put that series to bed and become National League champions and set up a World Series that would feature two teams that have not won a World Series championship in quite some time. So a lot to get to on this week's show. Hope you can stay with us as when we return, we'll take a look back at the Indians and the Blue Jays in the American League Championship Series. That's next on the Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland where... Preparations well underway for the World Series opener. It'll be Tuesday night here at the ballpark, uh, right around 8 o'clock that hour. And uh, the Indians and a yet-to-be-determined opponent, either the Dodgers or the Cubs, will have at it in the best-of-seven World Series. Again, starting in Cleveland on Tuesday night. How did they get there, the Tribe? Well, they defeated the Toronto Blue Jays. Four games to one turned out to be a five-game American League Championship Series. The Indians win the American League pennant. And taking a look back at that series, we take you back to game one here in Cleveland last week. 
What a tremendous pitching matchup between Corey Kluber and Marco Estrada. It was a scoreless game into the sixth inning because Kluber was on the top of his game. Two and two the count. Kluber's next offering to Saunders. Swing and a miss. Fastball in on his thumbs at 94 miles an hour. Six strikeouts for Kluber. And he just keeps delivering. Now 13 shutout innings in his first ever postseason. In the bottom half of the sixth inning, still scoreless. Indians looking to do damage with a runner aboard and Francisco Lindor at the plate. The pitch. Lindor with a high drive, deep right center. Pilar going back at the wall. It is gone. Francisco Lindor has his second postseason home run. And it's 2-0 Indians as Lindor literally skips to the Indians' third base dugout. And late in the ball game, as they have done so often in the postseason now, Andrew Miller was on for the Tribe in a setup role this time, and he was just outstanding. Two runs, six hits for the Indians, nothing on seven hits for the Blue Jays. Eighth inning, Donaldson still at first, two men out. Miller's ready. Here's the 2-2 offering. Swing and a miss on another nasty slider. Boy, this guy is off the charts. What a weapon Andrew Miller is. All five outs, strikeouts. Indians pitching with 11 more strikeouts tonight. They struck out 31 Red Sox in three games. And in the end, it was Cody Allen to close it out. The next offering. Swung on, grounded to short. Lindor has it, throws, ball game! And game one of the American League Championship Series is a 2-0 shutout tribe win against one of the offensive juggernauts in the American League, Corey Kluber, Andrew Miller, and Cody Allen shut down this vaunted attack on seven hits and struck out a dozen Blue Jays. And the Indians have won game one of the American League Championship Series two to nothing. So it was on to game two for the Tribe. They would take on the Blue Jays last Saturday afternoon. And again, in a tight, tense pitcher's battle, it was Carlos Santana that gave the Indians the early lead in the second inning. Hap delivering. Santana swinging. Sends a liner. Deep left field. This ball is gone! He just did clear the 19-foot wall in left field. An absolute laser shot by Carlos Santana. His first postseason home run. And the Indians have a one nothing lead here in inning number two. The Blue Jays tied it up in the top half of the third inning, only to see the Indians respond in the bottom half of the inning, thanks to their shortstop once again, Francisco Lindor. Half from the set. He fires. Lindor, line drive, base hit to center field. Indians back on top, 2-1. to one. Boy, Francisco Lindor is 22 years of age. And Northeast Ohio 
is at his command. He has just been incredible in his two years on the Major League Club. And now his first taste of postseason. And he is showing why he is a big-time franchise player. Meanwhile, on the mound, Josh Tomlin was just tremendous pitching the ball game into the sixth inning. Tomlin has set down six in a row. Four have been via the strikeout. Now he's into the line. Here's his one-two. Swing and a miss, strike three. Tomlin strikes out two more as he sets the side out in order in the fifth. Then it was the bullpen again, and again it was Miller time for the Tribe. Andrew Miller on in relief. Two and two the count. And they're uproaring again at Progressive Field. I wouldn't even have to call this pitch. The crowd will tell you. Here it comes. Guess what happened, folks? Backfoot slider got him swinging. How about Andrew Miller? Five strikeouts in two shutout innings of relief work. My, oh, my, what a game changer Andrew Miller is. And once again, Cody Allen was impressive in the ninth. Cleveland, two, Toronto, one. Cody Allen looking as calm and relaxed as we've ever seen him. But another home run threat at the plate. Righty-righty matchup, the pitch. Swung on line to center field. Back goes Davis, turns one way, now the other. Makes the catch right in front of the track. Ball game. And the Indians have won again. So the Indians had a two games to none lead. The scene would shift to Toronto for game three on Monday night. A dramatic game for the Indians in large part due to an injury sustained by Trevor Bauer late in the week leading up to game one of the American League Championship Series in Cleveland, a drone accident that caused him to suffer a 10-stitch cut on his pinky finger on the pitching hand. So his status was in question. He did start the game, game three on Monday night, but didn't last long. He was gone by the bottom half of the first inning, two outs in. Meanwhile, in the top half of the first inning, the Indians gave Bauer and what turned out to be the bullpen an early lead Thanks to Mike Napoli. Stroman's ready. He fires. Napoli with a high fly ball. Deep right. Back goes Batista on the track toward the wall. Jumps. Ball kicks off his glove. Bangs up against the wall. Retrieved by Pilar. In to score is Santana. And in sliding with an RBI double is Mike Napoli. Now the Blue Jays tied the ball game in the second inning. So it was 1-1 heading to the fourth. That's when Napoli struck again. Here comes the 0-1. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. This one's hit to deep left center. Way back. Home run, Napoli. Tribe in front, 2-1. to one. Wow. If Napoli starts to light it up, then he's now 2 for 2 tonight. Look out. He snapped an 0 for 12 his first time up. And now the home run here in the fourth. And in a ball game that was shaping up for some late-game dramatics, the Blue Jays tied it again, this time in the fifth inning, only to see the Indians draw ahead once again. Once again, it was the long ball that came into play, this time Jason Kipnis doing the damage. Kipnis with a drive, headed, deep right field, gone! 
And the Indians are back on top. Jason Kipnis with a solo blast to right. He breaks an 0 for 13 skid. And the Indians have a 3-2 lead. Still in the sixth inning, Jose Ramirez came through later on in the inning. 2-2 count on Ramirez. And the pitch. Swung on, light drive, base hit up the alley in right center. It'll be cut off by Batista. Napoli is coming home to score. How about that? The big man steals a base, and then Jose Ramirez gets his first hit of the championship series, and the Indians lead it 4-2. to two. And with the Indians' bullpen being used in full tilt, Cody Allen was on, this time setting up for Andrew Miller. Now the pitch, and strike three called right down the middle. I don't know who Tulowitzki can complain to this time. Allen locks him up for out number two and strikeout number two. It's almost like Tulowitzki gave up after he got the second strike called. And it was Miller who would finish things up. The pitch. Swung on bank, back up the middle, behind second, backhanded by Kipnis, throw to first, ball game! He got him on a great play, ranging far to his right with a backhand and back of second and a tremendous throw to first, and the Indians have beaten the Blue Jays again, this time by a score of 4-2 to two in the most improbable scenario you've ever envisioned in postseason play. A bullpen game when you least expected it. So just a tremendous game by the Indians' bullpen, picking things up after Trevor Bauer had to leave the ball game with two outs in the bottom half of the first inning. That cut opening up, blood all over the place, and certainly not lost in the shuffle. The reemergence of Mike Napoli as a power threat for the Indians. We talked with Napoli the next day about his big night at the plate and returning to form. Yeah, it was a process, you know, obviously I was, I've been struggling a little bit. You know, I just grind it out until I get that feeling again. You know, it's just how I've been during my career. I, I go through uh, certain stints that, you know, I'm trying to find it. But, uh, yeah, I've been feeling good and then kind of feeling not so good. But, you know, yesterday I, you know, I watched some video and got back to simplifying it a little bit and, and trying to use right field and BP and, and uh, you know, got that feeling back. And such a bizarre game, especially early on. You're over there at first base, and uh, at what point did were you able to see that, that Trevor's pinky was starting to open up a little bit and, and it could be an issue for him? Uh, I mean, I wasn't really noticing it. I, I was noticing he was throwing the ball good, you know, and then I saw Gibby walk out there and, and say something to umpire. So when I got to the mound, it, was, it wasn't a pretty pretty sight. You know, it was bleeding pretty good, and you know, there was no way he could have kept going on. So, um says a lot about our bullpen to, to come in and, and be able to shut down, you know, a great lineup like that. You know, Roberto doing a good job making them guys, you know, execute pitches. And uh, so it was, a, it was a great win for us. This seems to have happened on a regular basis where the Indians have overcome some supposed adversity. And, and what allows this team to do that in your mind? Uh, I mean, just the people that are stepping up. You know, early in the season we had a lot of people filling in that, you know, had good years and, and filled the void that, no, we had. So I don't know what it is, but we just somehow find a way to, to scrap away, you know, a win. We all do it together. Um, nobody tries to do too much to make it try to do it themselves. We all do it together, and, and uh, that's what the fun part about it is. And a great formula. Mike, thanks a lot for coming back. All right, thanks. 
So the Indians had a three-games-to-none lead heading into Game 4 on Tuesday night in Toronto. The Blue Jays staved off elimination with a 5-1 to win. That set the stage for Game 5 on Wednesday night, and we'll have that story as Tribe Talk continues after this timeout on the Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, where the Indians this weekend going through workouts to prepare for the World Series, which begins on Tuesday night right here at the ballpark against an as-yet-to-be-known opponent. We know it'll be the Dodgers or the Cubs, just don't know which, as they are playing Saturday night at Wrigley Field with the Cubs in front three games to two. Well, for the Indians, their road to get to the World Series went through Toronto, the American League Championship Series. And when we left off, the series was in favor of the Tribe, three games to one, a chance to clinch on Wednesday night. And they would have to do it behind the, the left arm of Ryan Merritt, making just his second major league start. Indians strapped for pitching due to some injuries, and Merritt would be called upon to give the Indians a lift in that rotation. And he got a lift as in the top half of the first inning, Mike Napoli continued his hot hitting coming through and putting the Indians on the board. Now the 1-1 delivery. Swung on, hammered, deep left center field. It is off the wall. Lindor hits third. He's heading home. Napoli is into second with a two-out RBI double off the wall in left center. Then in the third inning, the Indians would begin to tack on to their lead, and again it was the long ball that came into play, this time Carlos Santana. The pitch swung on and blasted. Deep right field, away, back and gone. And it is 2-0 Indians. Carlos Santana tees off deep into the lower deck in right. And he has his second home run in the championship series, his second of the postseason. And an inning later, Coco Crisp got into the act. Now the 2-2 delivery. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. This one hit to deep right field. Bautista back. Home run, Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp comes up big again. His other home run in the postseason in the clincher of the division series against Boston. A potential clincher here today, and he goes deep to make it 3-0 Tribe. Meanwhile, Ryan Merritt was perfect through three innings. The Blue Jays picked up a base runner in their half of the fourth inning. Josh Donaldson with a single with one out, but the next batter, Edwin Encarnacion, continued the Blue Jays' frustrations trying to handle Ryan Merritt. Now the payoff pitch. Swung on, ground ball to short. Up with it, Lindor to the back for one. Kipnis to first. Double play! Oh, Ryan Merritt does it again with a huge double play to end the bottom half of the fourth inning. And any hint of a Blue Jays rally snuffed out on a perfect 3-2 pitch that induces... The 6-4-3 double play. And then in the sixth inning, it was Miller time as Andrew Miller came on in a tight spot, but with minimal pitches worked out of the jam. The pitch. Swung on a one-hopper to short. Lindor to second. One. Kipnis relay. Got him! Double play! Santana with a good stretch. Lunging to his left. 
made the play and then fell off the bag and fell down, and the Blue Jays are going to challenge this call. Right now, it's a double play to end the inning. Headsets are coming off. Here's the call. Out at first, double play stands. And Andrew Miller makes quick work of Josh Donaldson and the Toronto Blue Jays. And in the end, it was Cody Allen to close it out, trying to send the Indians to the World Series. Cody Allen's ready. Again, a look at second. Now the 2-2. A swing and a pop-up. First base side foul ground playable. Perez, Santana, Santana makes the catch. Ball game. The Indians have won the American League pennant. And Cleveland, for the sixth time ever, you will have a World Series. The Indians are the champions of the American League. After the game, Allen stopped by to talk with Tom after the Indians' pennant-clinching win. Cody, first off, congratulations. I wonder, when did the dream start for you uh you know what this is something we've all thought about for uh for a very long time uh you think about it as a kid you know i i was fortunate enough to have a twin brother that i played baseball with growing up and we played a, a lot of front yard wiffle ball uh and it was it was always playing in the world series you know you didn't dream of playing in the cs or the division series you, <laughs> you were dreaming of playing in the world series so uh so this dream started for me for a long time ago does it even seem real yet? Not yet. Uh, we're uh, we got a bunch of thirsty guys about to go uh, have a good time in the clubhouse, and uh, I'm sure next couple of days it'll seem real. But you know what? We didn't. You know, our goal when we set out in spring training wasn't uh, wasn't to get to the World Series; it was to win it. So uh, we, you know, we're not done yet. We uh, we're fortunate enough we get to play a little bit longer, and uh, you know, we're gonna get ready. Well, you're one of the thirsty guys, and you've earned it. Great job, Cody. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. When we come back. We'll hear the trophy presentation as well as the clubhouse celebration as we continue with Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Things quiet around here except for a couple of workouts for the Indians so far. They worked out on Friday and then also on Saturday and Sunday. So uh, a lot to get to as they prepare for the World Series, still trying to determine their opponent. They got there by winning the American League pennant in Toronto on Wednesday night, defeating the Blue Jays four games to one, a 3 nothing shutout victory. And after that win, it was the American League Championship Series trophy presentation. And we pick up the feed from the television broadcast, TBS's Ernie Johnson doing the honors. Frank Robinson, who once upon a time was a player manager for this Cleveland Indians organization to award the American League Championship trophy. Thank you, Ernie. On behalf of the commissioner, Lara, <coughs> Rob Manford, I would like to congratulate the Cleveland Indians organization, and I'd like to present the Larry William Trophy to Larry and Paul Dolan. Thank you. Thank you very much, Frank. It's a great honor, particularly for Cleveland. All of you meant to the Cleveland franchise, what you mean for baseball. We're thrilled to be able to accept this from you. Paul, when you, I know you guys both have such deep Northeast Ohio roots. 
You do this on the road. You know back in Cleveland they are going absolutely crazy and can't wait for Tuesday when the World Series starts. But what's your message to, to the folks in Cleveland tonight? It's been an extraordinary year for Cleveland in many, many respects. And this is just another step in it. We've got a little more work to do. But I know the people of Cleveland are really excited and ready to, to take that next step with us. The pride of ownership in a moment like this, how do you describe it? It's hard to describe. Maybe in a year I'll be able to describe it. Right now it's just an incredible thrill. We still have an American League MVP or, or ALCS MVP to get to, but right now I'd like to, if we could continue for just a second, Chris Antonetti, Mike Chernoff are, are down here, and you guys uh, have helped construct this team. It's been a, been a, a joint venture, but... When you look at the contributions of a guy you knew you had to go out and get, uh, like Miller, and then and then you look at Merritt, who makes his first postseason start tonight, could you just describe how it feels to be standing here on this night? Incredibly proud, incredible amount of pride. We have a collective group and a guy that I think we embody what a team is all about. Every single player made a contribution, and without all of their individual efforts, we wouldn't be standing up here. I think what we saw is a team that um, really fought through adversity, and it was every single guy, one through nine in the lineup, all the bench guys, our, our entire bullpen. Um, so a huge organizational accomplishment in that ways, and, in that way, and fun to see the resiliency of this team. And part of part of this whole story too is the fact that you went out at one point and said, "Who do we need to manage this group that we want to assemble?" How did you settle on Terry Francona? And how does that move feel tonight? That wasn't a very hard choice. So Tito has meant so much to the franchise, and I think we've seen just the way he's managed these last four games. But beyond that, he's a phenomenal leader. He builds relationships with players. He makes connections. He puts them in a position to be successful, and we're extraordinarily lucky to work alongside him. Uh, when you look at this and, and say, how did, why did this click, and what exactly came into place? What has put you on the stage tonight? What's your answer? I mean, it was a full team effort. I think what you saw is a group of guys that came together early in spring training, and you could really feel the team aspect of it. That just grew throughout the season, whether it was adding Brandon Geyer or adding Andrew Miller, um, and things just clicked for us. I think it was fun to see that, that real culture that Tito built uh, with every guy coming together like that. When you think about what's going on in Cleveland here in the last several months, when you saw the Cleveland Cavaliers win a championship, and now you have the Cleveland Indians with a chance for the first time since... 48, I'll go ahead and say it, uh, to do this again. What does that mean to you at a time like this? It means a great deal to us. We had a first-hand opportunity to see the Cavs do what they did and celebrate. And, you know, we have a lot of work left to do, but hopefully we can find a way to win four more and bring the city a championship. Let's get uh, Tito down here. Terry, it looks like you just did you take, uh, take a moment to go, get a, to go get a champagne shower momentarily. I mean, I, wanted, I actually wanted these guys to talk because I thought they deserved it. And, and being in there with the players is so meaningful. Um, I mean, just to see those guys in there celebrating. But I thought the people up here deserve to be the ones talking. There are a lot of things we could talk about in terms of what this team has done this year from a 14-game winning streak that's a franchise record to what Andrew Miller has done. But I have to, and we'll talk to Andrew in just a second, but Ryan Merritt went out there today in his first postseason start, one start in his career. What he gave you, I mean, how do you how do you put that into words? I mean, the only guy that really got in his way was probably me. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he gave up one hit, but I thought where he got, we could turn it over to our bullpen, the guys that have been doing it all year. But for him to do what he did under those circumstances, he he may not look the part, but he is beyond his years. And 
it was it's one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen. Uh, Frank Robinson is right here, and I appreciate your patience, Frank, uh, because uh, we we do have an MVP of the ALCS uh, to present, and. Uh, and I think he's six foot seven. I don't know if it's a guy you'd, you'd even want to face. No, I told him that coming up. I said, <laughs> I didn't want to face you with that stuff. But this is one of the very few players I had I enjoyed looking up to. But a uh, fabulous job, fell of a job. And I guess I'm supposed to present you with the ACL Championship Series MVP. Congratulations. Andrew Miller. MVP of the ALCS. Pleasure, Mr. Robinson, to be on the stage here with you. Thank you very much. All right, big fella. Um, I mean, what you've done, I think you've kind of left guys like Ron Darling and Cal Ripken and others who have tried to describe this series speechless with how dominant you've been. How do you explain it? Uh, it's a great team. I think, you know, my defense, my, you know, our catcher, Roberto Perez, is unbelievable. And it's just, it's, it's so special to be a part of, I think, top to bottom. Everybody did something to help us win, and it's just uh, its a special experience, and I, I think it only gets better. What do you look at, aside from how good this bullpen has been, but what do you look at? What is it about this team that has it that has you in the world? I don't know. I think it's the right word. We just have it, and you know, nobody's scared. We started a guy that had one career start today, and we had confidence in him, and I think that's special. And it's just top to bottom. Like I said, there's 25 guys, you know, the, the staff, top down, ownership, the way they treat us is unbelievable. And, you know, there's a good reason why we're here. Andrew Miller, congratulations. Job well done, and good luck in the World Series. Thank you so much. Andrew Miller, the MVP, and the Cleveland Indians, the champions of the American League here in 2016. And when we come back, we will take you inside the Indians clubhouse for the postgame celebration. That's next as we continue on the Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Indians getting ready for the World Series, which starts on Tuesday night. They won the American League pennant in Toronto on Wednesday, late afternoon, early evening. And as is always the case, and as uh, we have seen throughout this great October run for the Indians, when the Indians clinch, whether it's a division title, the division series, or now the American League Championship Series, great times in the Indians clubhouse postgame. Ryan Merritt is standing right here as uh, we go live on our post-game show and ended up being the starting pitcher in the clincher. And, and Ryan, uh, we talked to you after the Kansas City when your first major league start. How did you manage to, to keep your nerves in check at the start of this one? Um, just stay within myself, breathe out there, um, know that it's just a game, try to have fun, um, trust my defense, and compete. Let the let the rest um, work itself out. It had been a while since you had been on, on the game mound. When did you realize, hey, I, I have my good stuff, I'm going to be okay? Um, I feel like it just comes along like through the bullpen and then coming out to the game. I mean, just as the game's going on, you just kind of uh, feel yourself, what's getting better, what you need to do. So as it went on, I just kept trusting myself. Could you have ever imagined bus rides in Columbus that at this point, late October, number one, you'd still be pitching. Number two, you'd be celebrating an American League pennant for the Cleveland Indians. It's crazy that's happening. At that moment, um, you know, I never would have guessed, you know, but I always 
had confidence in myself. If I, had, if I got in this situation, that um, I would handle myself well, and um, it's just awesome to be up here, be a part of all this, and to contribute. Obviously, you're trying to keep your nerves in check out there. Were you able to enjoy the moment? Absolutely. Um, you're doing good. Your team is slapping you on the butt, patting you on the back, telling you uh, good job. And um, so that was that was awesome. That was that was that was the most the most you can enjoy about it is when your teammates are behind you. Well, Ryan, a, a remarkable story in a tremendous season. Congratulations on tonight. Thank you. That's Ryan Merritt, and uh, we'll keep it rolling. We'll go with Josh Tomlin, and then Indians owner Paul Dolan is in here as well. Just keep it going, Tom. And, uh, Josh, obviously you were a big key earlier on in the series. You may have been yet as uh, the next one up was you. But uh, what does it say about this team that they're able to get things done in the way they did tonight, unlikely fashion? I think that just shows the type of character we have in this clubhouse. Um, nobody gives up. Nobody backs down from a challenger. And we have 25 guys that are out there ready to compete at all times. We got we have we got guys that are just athletes that love love playing the game, love being out there, love doing whatever they can do to try to help this team win. And uh, I think we talked about that in spring training. It wasn't going to take just 25 guys; it take a full organization, a full roster to try to get this thing to where we are now. But um, we've continued to keep fighting. We've continued to be resilient, and um, we're we're in a good position right now. You battled through injuries earlier in your career. You put together a career year this year, and now you're a part of this. It's got to mean a lot to you, especially where you've come from. Oh man, it means it means uh, the world to me. I've never, I've never got to experience anything like this. The closest thing I've ever got to experience anything like this is probably a state championship at T-ball. So uh, this is a little bit different. So um, this means the world to me. Uh, I, I love this game. I love this team. I love this organization. This is where I was drafted. This is where I've always been. So uh, to be able to be a part of this is uh it's probably the highlight of my career, no doubt about it. You mentioned T-ball. How old are you when you first get that that realization? Hey. Wouldn't it be neat to play in a World Series? For you, what was that? Oh, I talked about it ever since I was four years old. I talked about, you know, bottom of the nine, two outs, bases loaded, full count. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things you dream about as a kid. So to be able to do it is pretty awesome. Josh, congratulations. Thanks, Rosie. I appreciate it. That's Josh Tomlin, Indians pitcher, the winner in game two. And now we welcome in Indians owner Paul Dolan. You've owned the team for a while now, first trip to the World Series. How does that sound? Oh, it's extraordinary. I mean, I mean, it's a cliche where you don't really know how you feel after one of these things, but I understand that now. You're sort of numb from all this. Uh, this, this I mean, this is just unbelievable. And, Paul, I know you don't like to take any credit whatsoever, but maybe the best attribute, you put people in place and let them do their jobs. Can that be difficult sometimes in your position? Well, thank you. I mean, we, we certainly, you know, you know, many years ago we inherited a lot of very good people, and if we've done anything right, is to keep them in place and allow them to grow and develop. And I think this is, you know, a product of that, that, that kind of continuity and those kind, the kind of people we've had, that, you know, who produce these kind of results finally. And as a native Clevelander, uh, grew up a Tribe fan, this type of team, what they've had to overcome battling, is that typified? It feels like a Cleveland team. We get counted out regularly and we keep standing up. And it, I, mean, I feel like I've been saying this for a month. And, and today, just another example, Ryan Merritt coming in and pitching brilliantly into the fifth inning. You know, and that's, you know, that's a reflection of, you know, we honored our scouting and development team, um, you know, for our first playoff game. And that's what they produce. You know, when you, when, when you lose a pitcher, you go into your system and you produce a guy like Ryan Merritt. Fabulous stuff. And I know there were some, some low times along the way as you tried to build it up, and you have to have patience 
tough to do sometime in the world of sports? Yeah, there's no question that, that people want to see results right away. We get that. We do, too. But, uh, you know, you've got to have that level of patience, and this is the reward. Is It's a team that's not only winning right now, but we're positioned to win for a number of years now, which is a great thing. Uh, enjoy this one. This is going to be a fun ride. I will. Paul Dolan, Indians owner and the first trip to the World Series under his ownership. It's been just tremendous. And uh, Chris Antonetti, you, you spend not just this offseason putting together a, a team, but the core group that came over many, many years. The, the feeling that you have right now as you head to the World Series. I think as you reflect back on it, it's a great deal of pride knowing how many people impacted this moment from you know, Tito to our coaching staff and obviously the players. But beyond that, it, it the ripples run deep. And if you think about our scouting group, our international scouts, our amateur scouts, our player development staff, our trainers, our strength and conditioning coaches, our clubhouse staff, every single person had an impact on us standing here today. And that's a really meaningful thing because we have to do it together. And it, it can't be diminished what you did in the offseason, but this series alone, some of the things that you've been doing with your pitching, how many hours have been put in here in sleepless nights during this series to make sure you had the pitching to line up and get it done? Well, we spent a lot of time thinking about alternatives and how we can find a way to win the next game. That's really been our focus. And Tito and Mickey and the rest of the coaching staff deserve a tremendous amount of credit for making that happen. All right, Chris. Enjoy this one. Uh, it's just been a tremendous ride for this team, and I know you're not done yet. Thanks, Rosie. No, we still have some work left to do, but we'll take tonight and enjoy this moment. It's pretty special. Chris Antonetti, Indians president of baseball operations. And, uh, Tom, we'll look for a couple of more, but uh, while we do that, uh, just to send it back upstairs, and I know you touched on it with, with the Dolan family, just tremendous people. And, and uh, yes, they had to go through some down times as, as they kind of rebuilt this thing and put the foundation in place. Not easy, but, my goodness, the satisfaction now that they got it done. Yeah, no question about it. And, uh, I mean, as Paul said, this ball club is is set up to win here for a while. Now, we never know in sports who would have thought you would lose three starters this year. So there's nothing ever guaranteed. And that's why you better enjoy these moments when they come. But uh, just amazing. And, you know, they've done it in a situation where they don't have a lot of margin for error. I mean, they... They can't be the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs and and give a guy a, you know, mega million-dollar deal and that guy not work out and then, you know, have to live with it. So pretty amazing. So there it is. The American League champion Cleveland Indians will represent the American League in the World Series for a sixth time in franchise history, and it all starts on Tuesday night. So we will have another edition of Tribe Talk still in season and we will bring that to you from either Chicago or Los Angeles next weekend as the World Series will be in full swing. And that is great to be able to say that. Indians returning to the World Series for the first time since 1997. So until next week, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 